Ah, the wheel of death. Oh, never oh, wait, mind. It's, it's fine. back. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Technology. Oh this is the colorful spinny wheel of death. And it's always the wheel of death. But it make it so pretty. It's like rainbow colors and <laughs> all that. It's like, why make it so pretty when it's the spinning wheel of death? It never means anything good or happy. It just, it's always something sad. I know. Okay. Well, anyways. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the L-Scale podcast. Hello. Sorry we've been gone for a little bit. Sorry for the radio silence. I know. Well, we were on vacation, so sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Um, we also went to a conference, so that was work-related, oh and it's been God, busy. has it been that long? It's been over a month since we've done a podcast, I think. Stop it. Okay, maybe it's been like... No, wait. Mo- no. Did we do something? I don't remember. The last one that we did was like... A oh, month so, ago. So much has happened. Did we do I it? Know. Wait, we did one after the conference. No, we didn't. Okay, never yeah. mind. Wow. Anyways, um, thanks for bearing with us. Sorry for the dry spell. We're back. We are back. Yeah. Um, we're, f- we're refreshed and ready to talk and chat. Well, and I'm always ready to talk. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> I do talk about a lot of things. Yeah. A lot I of mean, random things. We have had some great conversations recently. Oh, just kidding. The last one that we did was on uh, October 10th, so it's been like three weeks. I don't know. Phil, so much has happened. You guys, so much has happened. Seriously, just with work, with life, with... Personal life. Disconnecting from society for a little bit and being out in the desert. Having like, no cell reception, no internet, like nothing. Just completely yeah, disconnecting. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing and it was extremely important for us. Um, And now we're back and we're excited to share another fantastic topic with you guys today. Yes, you guys are going to be in for one hell of a topic. (laughs) We might get kind of passionate. Excited. Excited. Um, Ragey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to flip tables or anything. No. Because, I mean, my computer is connected to my table, so <laughs> let's, let's not let's flip the not table. Let's not do that. <laughs> um, but anyways, so today we're kind of have two different things we're going to talk about. Um, one of them is what makes your a good CSI versus a great CSI or um, a forensic specialist in that case. Right. And then the other topic we want to talk about, it ties into that, is integrity. Right. So how do we want to start this? So, well, let's talk about what makes a great CSI, good, uh, sorry, a great CSI versus a good CSI. Because I do, f- and I want to bring this up first, because one of the qualities that makes for a great CSI or a great forensic um, examiner is integrity. And that, yes. you know, and so that's going to flow into it. But um, And plus this, yeah. this topic, you know, what separates the good from the great can kind of be applied to every type of job that's out there. Yeah. Um, In life in general. Yeah. Like you don't want to be good. You want to be great. You don't want to be mediocre. Yeah, exactly. Nobody likes that. Nobody. No. (laughs) Don't be basic. Okay. The the, the base. Hey, it's fall. Basic bitch season. Uggs are allowed. Uggs are allowed, (laughs) but don't be basic. Exactly. You want to be better. Okay. So let's start this. (laughs) Let's let me start off with a little story. (laughs) Story time. It's not really, it's not really a, story per se so the olympics winter olympics last year last february right does anybody remember chloe kim this past february okay right yeah yeah it was 2018 yeah so i forgot what year we're in um (laughs) but let's go back to the winter olympics and the snowboarding you know i i'm not very sporty but you know what i mean like what sean white does okay i think it's freestyle i don't know whatever. whatever What? Snow. <laughs> Snow and a board. A board. <laughs> and it looks really technical and complicated, and I'd probably break my neck and die doing yes, it. me too. But Chloe Kim. Let's talk about Chloe Kim. Because oh, yeah. Chloe Kim is, is what everybody should aspire to be. Yes. I mean, not saying you need to be a snowboarder that's professional, but her mentality and what was said after her first run and her second run, was she? In, was this the finals? This was the finals, and she is you know, okay. So she's eighteen years old. She's she's freaking eighteen years old. She's like, yeah. This is her first Olympics. She basically in her last run, or no, like, like this was for the final. This was like for 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 the gold medal, right? So mm-hmm. her first run, she does uh, she does really well. Her score is a ninety three. That's a freaking phenomenal score, and I think that already put her at. Uh, at the gold medal position. Mm-hmm. But she was like, no, I can do better. 
And she comes back with a fucking 97. Yeah. Like, who does this? What 18-year-old freaking, like, says, oh, hey, I already won the gold medal, but I can do better. Somebody who enjoys their own personal challenges and pushing themselves. Yeah. Which is one thing, probably the main thing that separates good from great is being able to accept challenges and take on the challenges and not rest on your laurels. Exactly. You want to always challenge yourself to do better, to be better than you were, to be better than you were yesterday, to be better than you were a month ago, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, that mentality is what will get anyone far in any type of position that they have, but especially with the competition that mm-hmm. we have in our job, in our workplace, um, you have to be great. Yeah. You can't just be good. You can't just be good. And you, you it, this, this whole the story, I tell this because it's like it resonates so much with me because I look at her and I'm like, this just this is what everybody should aspire to be. Okay, so mm-hmm. just remember this. This is a lesson for today. Be like Chloe Kim. Okay, <laughs> always understand that there is o- that that know that there's always something more to do and something better that you can do. That's something that you can do better, right? You can't just be like, oh, I did okay on that. You know, it was fine. I'm just going to continue on doing what I do. You should always look at your lo- look at your work and look at what you're doing and say, I can do better. Mm-hmm. I can do better, and I and my work can get better. And, you know, ultimately what it comes down to is the detectives, the victims, whatever, they deserve better, right? Yeah. They don't deserve Our just... Our customers deserve better. Yeah, they don't deserve us just to be good. They deserve us to be great. Like, we, we have to be great. Quality work. Insert hand clapping emoji. Quality. <laughs> Quality. <laughs> but... Are you sure that you're also just, you kind of agree with Chloe Kim? Well, not agree with Chloe Kim, but it resonates with you because a 93 is an Asian F, Jessica. It is an Asian F. And that is completely unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. <laughs> totally. Me on the other hand. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I always aspire to be better than I was. Um, and, you know, with that, even that kind of ties into... Um, what was it? The pass- passing grade in college or passing, you know, passing percentage is right. 70%. You know, you should never want to just be barely passing. You should yeah. want to, you should be striving to be above. And as, um, customers, you know, I feel they expect 100%. So why not strive for that 100%? Yeah. Not just sitting there resting at 70% Saying, performance. Oh, I passed. Like, yeah, you passed. With a C <laughs> minus. Exactly. A C minus. 70% exactly. is C minus, people. Like, yeah. Like, no. Yeah. No. You need to be working hard to do better. And that's, and that, that, that ties into this whole integrity thing because it's, it's your personal sense of integrity, right? It's yeah. your personal sense of, of doing, doing right. right, doing the right thing. You know, this is part of, ultimately this is part of like a bigger set of core values that everybody should have. And, you know, having integrity to do the right thing, to, to look at yourself and be honest and be honest with your work and say that, no, I, you know what? I did do certain things wrong. I, I'm going to learn from this and I'm going to get better and I'm, and I'm going to do better next time. I'm not just going to stay where I am. I'm not just going to rest on my laurels. I'm not just going to be like, oh, well, I passed with a 70. Um, no, be like Chloe Kim, people. Be like Chloe Kim. Be like Chloe Kim. But, I mean, you were even talking about quality or hard work. And with yeah. hard work comes quality work. And right. that's something else, like being able to recognize that it's the quality of your work, not the quantity. It's not how many cases you do. It's not how many fingerprint cases you've completed in a week, in a day, in a month, whatever. It's the quality of that work that you provide. So when it goes to court, it is 100% clear. And you're not being questioned on your integrity during the case. Right? Like, um, they're not going to be like, oh, well, how long did it take you to do this? Exactly. You know? you know, it doesn't matter. It's about the quality of what and what you produce. And I'm sure you can say the same thing for when you're out at a scene. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's you want to make sure you get that shot because we are here to 
show the evidence. We are the voice for the evidence to paint a true picture mm-hmm. of and portray a true picture of, you know, what was at the scene or, um, you know, what this latent lift actually is. You right. know, you can't be sitting there, I don't know, trying to trying to make an identification out of something. You can't make you can't make something happen. Right. You know, that because that's bias. That's another yeah. thing. You cannot be biased. Yeah. But being able to truly recognize quality and quantity and being able to say that quality is what matters to you and your hard work is what matters to you, that's what's going to separate good from the great. Yeah. Because the good people are just going to be, they're going to be like, kind of like the jack of all trades. They're not good at one thing. They're, they're, um, they're okay at a whole bunch of right. different tasks. Right. But being able to produce quality work shows that you're great and you can be trusted. Yeah. And it's also like, you know, the whole idea of what makes somebody, what makes a great CSI, right? Like everybody can be taught these skills. Everybody can be taught how to do a fingerprint comparison unless you're form blind and you know, that's just, you just, that's on you. You just can't see it. (laughs) Being form blind is just, you just can't see, um, not everyone patterns and shapes and curves. And that's just something that it is. That's just, some people are just like that. Mm-hmm. that. That doesn't have anything to do with, you know, if you're smart or if you can learn or mm-hmm. whatever. That's just how you are. You know, it's like being colorblind. You can't change that. But, you know, for everybody else, for for most people, this these skills can be taught. You can learn how to do an identification. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of work, it but does. you can learn, right? But it's your initiative yeah. to be great at what you're doing. Right. It's your your set of core values that you mm-hmm. have that will dictate whether or not you're going to be just competent, yep. you know, middle of the road, floating on by and just, you know, doing your basic minimum things. Okay. Fall season, basic, mm-hmm. see a trend here. We're, we're trying yeah. not to be basic, but um, <laughs> are you just going to float the middle of the road or are you going to step up your game yeah. and, you know, stick to your core values, stick to your guns and step it up, you yeah. know? Are you going to step it up? But also, it's like, you stepping up is what's going to get shit done. Right. In the end. Like, that's what's going to allow, and this goes for, like, across the board for all careers. Like, when you step up and you get things done, that allows you to move up in the company, in your business, in the department, whatever. You know, like, that allows you to move up and to once again, be better than what you were the day before right. or the year before. Right. You know, it's it's like you don't ever want to just stay the same, right? You don't want to just be like, oh, well, Never. I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable in my, you know, whatever position that I'm at. Like you want to strive for better. You want to, you know, try to do something and be challenged and accept mm-hmm. the challenge and be uncomfortable and and know that you will be uncomfortable. Yep. You know, it's like this Being is why uncomfortable is where growth happens. Exactly. Like that is that is where great things happen is mm-hmm. in that period of being uncomfortable and being pushed to the limits right? because then you really know what you can and can't take and then it's like once you overcome that challenge you're just like, "Yes. I did, I did it. it." You know? I did it. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I had <laughs> Hey, anyways, serious. So, but I mean, you know, it's like I I kind of relate this to 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 the gym, right, or to um, competition. So, you know, you push yourself at the gym, you strive for something better, you compete, and you push, and you keep you keep pushing yourself, even though you know that you know you sometimes you wonder like, why am I doing this, or this is too hard, I can't, blah blah blah. But you know, you just you you step up and you rise up to the occasion. Mm And in that process, in that in that period when your muscles are being torn apart and you're freaking exhausted and you're being broken down, that's when you're actually being built up. That's when you're exactly getting better. Your your physical body is yeah. getting better. Like this, that translates yeah. to to this job. Yeah, and this is gonna sound so cliche, but it's something similar that like what my mom has always said, and I think we talked about this before in the previous podcast. Like, how do you eat a dinosaur one bite at a time? Yeah, um, it's similar but it's how are diamonds built diamonds are built under pressure intense heat and pressure exactly and that's what challenges provide for you the heat and the pressure for you to grow from good to great yeah um so we talked about 
moral principles or moral values. So Jess, why don't you say what some of your moral values are, at least specifically to the job? Like, what is it when, if somebody were to describe you, how would you want them to describe you? Right. So, and this really, you know, keep in the back of your mind, like this is, this is, these are the reasons that I would give for anyone, if anybody were to ask me what makes a great CSI, what makes mm-hmm. a great, basically just just change that word to great whatever, great athlete, great uh, entrepreneur or whatever, right? Great blank, fill in, fill in that blank with whatever. So, you know, I, I really feel that it is important to have a very strong set of core values, core values that are important to you that define who you are. And as mm-hmm. you said, these are these are the qualities that I want people to think of when they think of me, right? I want mm-hmm. them to think that I am a hard worker. Mm-hmm. That not I'm not I'm not just like your average hard worker. Oh, I you know I get up and I do the grind every day. But mm-hmm. no, I go in and I and I th- I take the ini- I take initiative to go above and beyond, not just stop at what they, what, you know, people ask of me, right? Like they might be like, oh, hey, you know, can you, um, can you, uh, I don't know, bring this box of paper upstairs. Sure. I'll bring the box of paper upstairs and then I'm going to unload that ream of pa- those reams of paper and put it in the freaking printer. Yeah. Cause you're not lazy. Yeah. Cause I'm not a lazy fuck. <laughs> You know, but that's maybe you'll ask too. Is there anything else you would like me to bring upstairs since I'm already making the trip? Right. And And since I am considerate of other people. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Because I'm not selfish. Right. And sorry. (laughs) But, you know, it's like it's going above and beyond. Like you're you you're getting asked something, one thing and you think, hey, you know what? Maybe I can take it one step further. That's. That's the initiative, you know. Oh, well, I'm sure and even too, like being a second at a scene. You're not you're not just gonna sit there silently and wait for direction. Yeah. You're gonna ask, what else can I do for you? Right. Like you know? when I'm done, when I'm if I'm a second, or it doesn't matter if I'm a primary or secondary, regardless of what my duties are, if I'm done with what I'm gonna what I'm doing, mm-hmm. I go to my second, I will go to the the crims who are there and I'll be like, Hey, can I help you do something? Can I help you take measurements? Do you want me to, you know, roll a tape for you? Do you want me to hold something for you? You want me to bag something for you? Yeah. You know, I'm going to help. I'm going to go above and beyond to help, right? Like, cause that's that's what I want to do. I want to, I, I don't want to just stand there and be, you know, twiddling my thumbs. Like I'm putting in the extra work. Yeah. You know, that's definitely one aspect of it. Wouldn't you say that's something similar for you? Oh yeah, I definitely agree. I, I don't, I want to be known as a hard worker, but also somebody that takes initiative and within my hard work that I also produce quality work. Right. Um. You know, I don't go out to scenes and right now I'm only doing the first analysis of my latent print comparisons, but I want those individuals that are reviewing my work after to know that my work is quality. Right. And being a hard worker and taking the initiative to go that extra step, to even tech review my papers, by all my notes and my reports before I turn it in for its second review, its third review, when supervisor review hits, you know, I'm taking that initiative to go through double check, double check, triple check, um, quadruple checks even sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, and make sure that everything lines up because I, it's my responsibility. Um, and also, you know, with being a hard worker is assuming responsibility of your work. Absolutely. And that is something that I feel like uh, some people don't necessarily do. Um, It's, it gets, they kind of take it for granted. They kind of take the fact of like what we do for granted. And they're like, oh, well, I'm here. Like, I blessed you with my presence. Yeah, it's like, no. No, it's like you still need to take initiative and do the hard work. Assume responsibility for your cases that you have on your desk. for, And don't, oh my God, and don't flip and argue when people come back to you with constructive criticism. Right. Oh my gosh, that's the other one. Okay, anyways. All right, so I think another core value is that... um, for me is very important is to be humble, like, right. Humility. That's what you were literally yes. just saying, right. <laughs> yes. Literally just saying this, check your ego, your ego, check yourself before you wreck yourself. There you go. <laughs> yes. Um, but check yourself, your ego 
is your worst enemy. It, it can is. get in your way. You know, it's there. It can boost you up, you know, in times when you're down, but also it can be your worst enemy because you can be on your freaking pedestal and guess what? Somebody can come along with a chainsaw and cut off those legs of your pedestal and you come tumbling down. Well, I, you know, they don't even come by with a chainsaw. I'm just going to walk by and fucking kick one of those legs out. <laughs> kick you. <laughs> I'm just going to go boop. Well, I mean, with all of your self-defense, I would expect a roundhouse kick. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to make it that obvious. I'm just going to like tip it over. I'm just going to like, oops, I accidentally fell over nothing. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Oh, oh. But, I tripped. Um, but yeah, being humble is so important because you are, we are, we work in an environment where we are constantly learning. There is new stuff every single day. No case is ever the same. Somebody's always going to have a completely unique experience and it's something that you can learn from. Yes. And learning from your mistakes is extremely important. Yes. And that's what separates you from good to great. It allows you to move from being just mediocre to better. It allows you to be great because right. you're learning from your mistakes. You're applying what you've learned so you don't make it again. Exactly. And it shows and you you know you're you're willing to be open to criticism because you want to learn, you want to get better, right? And, yes. And you know sometimes it's just like you have to realize that because we are an applied science field, there is constant change. There yes. is always something that's happening in this field. You can't just be like, you know, oh. Stuck in the 70s. Yeah, like <laughs> I learned this 20 years ago and what I did learn, learn back then should still stand, right? Well, Hard sciences constantly progress. Therefore, us as an applied science, we are progressing and moving forward with new advances. All the time. Yes. And, and like, you know, just because somebody is brand new, to doing um, casework, like comparison casework or doing CSI work, like doesn't mean that what they are doing is wrong or the way they're doing something is wrong. It could just be a new technique or it could be something that's um, come up in recent years that is a new requirement, especially with fingerprints, right? Especially oh, yeah. with fingerprints. Let's talk about gyro. Yeah. So gyro is um, a process that helps, it's a visualization of the analysis phase um, when a latent print examiner like myself is looking at a print and analyzing it for the first time and documenting everything. So gyro, which is spelled G-Y-R-O, stands for green, yellow, red, and orange. And each one of those colors um, is used for marking up a print. So when I say marking up a print, I'm talking about um, actually putting little circles or dots or triangles, whatever it is that you know, and an agency uses over happy faces. Um, <laughs> I wish they could be happy faces. I'm gonna see if there's hearts on our program. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> I know there's triangles. I used it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, so um, what I do is I apply those points that are colors to minutia, which are the specific ridge events that um, occur in your fingerprints, and that's actually what allows us to be individualized. Um, so I go through a latent print and I mark up the minutia based on my level of confidence. So if I'm extremely confident, then I use the color green. If I'm somewhat wary, but still somewhat confident, I use the color yellow. If it's in an area of distortion, like say there's smudging, um, smearing, it has a weird, um, surface area that it was lifted from and it's actually interfering with what I'm seeing, I can use the color red. Now the color orange is actually used in the um, comparison stage, meaning that I'm doing my side-by-side -side comparison with my unknown latent and my known exemplar with a finger and say I noticed something in the um, unknown and I didn't mark it because I actually thought it was a piece of dirt or something. And then I actually notice that in the exemplar or the known that it's there, I mark it in orange. So orange just means that minutia was noticed during the comparison stage after the fact. So it's really just a way to visualize um, what the analyst's thought process was while yeah. doing the fingerprint analysis, comparison, and evaluation. It's a very easy way to show you know, exactly. your documentation without writing yeah. like a, a 20 and having to novel. seriously describe like 20 degrees to the left I see a bifurcation that opens up and then about three 
millimeters or I don't even know if it'd be you lost me at 20 whatever. degrees <laughs> whatever so basically rather than having to write an analysis like that it provides an easy way to visualize and understand what the original um, examiner was seeing and their confidence levels well this is something that's relatively new and this is where my generation I like to say or at least my training class um, there are differences between us and the quote-unquote older generations within the laboratory. And some the older, the, you know, like the, the well-established <laughs> individuals at the lab, um, they're not open to gyro. For some reason, it's a concept that they don't really understand, um, but that's also because people get stuck in their ways. Right. And... But for me and for my training class and even those like a couple of training classes back, it's something that's new um, and we utilize it. Yeah. And there are some people that are extremely confused and it's actually kind of it's a controversy at the lab because half of the lab is like, I don't want to use that. Why can't I just mark in my purple and my pink? Because I know what I'm doing. And if I go to court on this, I can be able to explain it. But where my class is and um, where the times are now, gyro is so important because it allows for transparency. Right. But it's also like, here's all the other thing. Like you, let's say you use like purple and pink, right? If I were to look at that, I'd be like, I have no idea what that means. Exactly. Whereas with gyro, it's you universal. can, you can, yeah, it's universal. Literally the colors of the lights minus orange, green, yellow, and red. Oh yeah. It's like the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, let's say you mark up a print and you do an analysis and I come behind you and like you're on vacation or whatever and I'm looking at your work and I'm like, I know exactly what you did based on those, the markup, based on yeah, the colors. You knew, I know exactly you what you did. confidence level. Yeah, exactly. And it's like being open to the progressiveness and the advancements that are in the field, like that is something that is of utmost importance right. as well between being good and great. Because that, like, again, that's the humility part. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's the, I'm going to set my ego aside, yeah. even though I've done this for 10 years, yeah. 15 years, 20 years, I'm going to learn, I'm going to learn from these new people because they're young, they have new training, they understand these things. Yeah. I'm going to learn from them because there is, there is knowledge to be shared mm -hmm. In both directions. Yeah. You know? Well, it also coincides, too, with the what the courts want and the juries want with our transparency oh, yeah, of absolutely. evidence. And what we did. Like, yeah. bench notes are so important. And it's like, if we can't show and back up what we did, then what's the point of our testimony? Right. I mean, which is why it, it, it needs it, to be reliable. Exactly. <laughs> like, it, I don't know, maybe it's just that I just don't understand why people are so against it. But like, I was always taught like, me. in you know, like when you went through what, like chemistry, basic chemistry lab, college, right? Mm -hmm. There, I was, I was, it was basically how, um, told to us that you need to document every step so that if somebody else were to come in halfway through and continue on with your experiment, they can, or look at it and duplicate it, they know exactly what you did. Every single step from yeah. how much, whatever solution you used well, you or whatever. Freaking, yeah, how do you think products are made? Coming from the biotech field before this, this is exactly what I did. It's the basic, that's what it is. It's the basic scientific method that allows for transparency because when, for the from the company that I came from, I was working on validations for um, different products and I was actually one of the leads on a validation and I had to be able to accurately reproduce my results within, you know, um, a certain range of error each time. And then once that was done in R&D, then it got moved to production and even in production it gets tested because all the products or all of the components could react differently each time. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just... It's like, I don't understand why that mentality does not transfer over to exactly. our, our, our science. Because, because it's what we need now. And that's yeah. the thing is like, that's what we need now. And it's like, there needs to stop. You, like, you just can't be so closed-minded mm -hmm. and, have, and have your ego, you know, blind you. I think, from something. I mean, that ultimately is it, right? It's like your ego is what always gets in the way mm -hmm. because... 
because you think you're the shit. Yeah. And it's like, no. You, guess what? You're, your shit stinks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like you you have to be open to criticism. You have to be open to new ideas. You know, like right now I'm getting criticized left and right <sighs> over my, my, my crime scene reports because yep. people are saying like, oh, don't do it this, don't, you know, don't do this, don't, or don't do that. Write it this way, write it that way. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, technically everything that you're telling me isn't. It's preference. It's <laughs> preference, and that's yeah. your preference. But I'm going to learn from you and mm-hmm. ma- and figure out what's the best way to do this. Because exactly. some things I'm like, no, I'm going to stick to what I want to do because I feel like my way is a little bit more detailed. Mm-hmm. And some things I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it your way because it's more detailed than what I do. Exactly. You know, whereas like some things I'm just like, you're just nitpicking on that for no reason. But, you know, it's like I'm getting criticized left and right. I have to be open. I have to be receptive to the criticism, even if it doesn't seem to make sense to me. You know, it's like all, ultimately all of it is meant to, and will make me a better CSI. It will make me, it will make me grow and it will make me better at what I do. And I can look back on the last several cases from, uh, the last month versus when I first started. Oh my goodness. The difference in my work. Oh yeah. Astronomical. Me too. From my practice cases, my practice comparison cases to what I do now, so different. I'm talking like about actual like post-train, getting signed off training Mm -hmm. from my first case to now. I'm like, holy crap. (laughs) Holy crap. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I look at my photos. They're a lot better. My reports are more concise. Like my handwriting's even gotten Mm -hmm. better. Well, like, and the reason you've gotten better too. So this is another aspect that I feel um, is a kind of a moral principle is our dedication. You're dedicated to your work, to being better and you're dedicated to doing right. And when you're, hang on, like when you're doing your work right, that's when you are confident in your quality of work. Yeah, absolutely. Dedication is extremely important, you know. Dedication to the job, to your quality of work, to the honesty yeah. of your work, to the to your overall integrity. It's a dedication to your core values. Yes. You know, you have to stand by your work. You have to stand by you as a person, basically, mm-hmm. you know. And how can you say, like, this is my best work? How can you say that when it isn't, you know? Yeah. Like, that's why it's like... It's it's your dedication to the to, to excellence, and that involves that means like you have to be excellent at what you do, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to bring that attribute to your work and strive for better. I'm not saying that I do this. I'm able to be a hundred percent like every single day, but I try. Yeah, because we're only human. Yeah, but it's like we try and we make that effort. We take that initiative to be dedicated. You know, yeah, to do better, to yeah. be open. Like I catch myself all the time with my ego. Like my ego is my biggest, my worst enemy. Cause it's, it's great because it's a, I've, I, sometimes like you have to have a bit, bit of an ego. I mean, look you know? how you've gotten this far because of your ego. Right. In a good way. In, in a, a good, good way. way. You know, it's the confident, it's confidence. It's the good, the good part of it is confidence. The bad part of it is hubris, right? Mm-hmm. When confidence turns into hubris, that's mm-hmm. when, that's when you know, bad things happen. <laughs> yes. Just That's because so. we get to carry around a badge doesn't mean... Uh, <laughs> don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. That we're that. detectives. No. <laughs> no. None of us are freaking Jim Brass <laughs> from Check CSI. your ego at the door. Also, none of us are Gil Grissom. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. But it's like... Yeah. None of us. Yeah. Know. It's like, you know, just it's it's good to Confidence have. Confidence is good, but being able to recognize it. Yeah. And but having humility. Yes. Yes. And being able to say, yes, my ego is is getting out of control. I need to check myself. I need to step back and shut up and listen. Yes. Yes. You know, that's basically what it is. Shut up and listen. Yeah. Now, what about reliability? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think that goes hand in hand with dedication. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that really does. But but it's like being able to be known as the reliable coworker is something yeah. that makes you 
better. Right. That makes you great. That separates yeah. you from just being good. Right. You know, because you know that other people have this good perception of you and they can count on you to do quality work, to, you know, show up to, to handle your shit yep. and do it right. Yep. Because it is our responsibility yep. to do right and not mm-hmm. wrong. Yep. And absolutely, we cannot abuse our... We can't abuse our badge. We can't abuse our position. Exactly. We cannot abuse our position. Nope. And we can't assume that we're anything more than just being, you know, specialists in forensics. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, we can... Again, right, this is a little bit more of that uh, confidence talk. Mm-hmm. You can take pride and be yes. confident in the fact that you do good work and you are, you know, you're, you're, you are a specialist because what we mm-hmm. do is a very specialized field and what we do does, you know, put us in a position where people come to us mm-hmm. for our knowledge, for our, um, uh, for the work that we do. Yeah. But, um, you know, you, part of it is also realizing that you are also one tiny little piece in the puzzle. Yeah. You are one tiny piece in the puzzle, exactly. a very important piece, but you are a piece in the puzzle that, yeah. you know, it, it's the detectives have a lot of other things that they're, they're, they're looking at uh, exactly. as well, not just the forensics, yeah. you know? So, but it's, um, sorry, like going back to reliability, it's being reliable to all of those things that we've already spoken about yeah. to checking your ego, to doing yeah. good work, to being, you know, being able to go above and beyond. That's reliability. Exactly. You know, like your coworkers can count on you. Your teammates can count on you. Your supervisors. Your customers can your, count yeah, on you. Your customers, the public, and the yeah, general public. Yeah, that's so important, especially now is, you know, with this kind of, with the negative outlook that um, law enforcement has, like from the public, the negative view that, like has been kind of painted. Yeah, let's face um, it. There is a massive schism exactly. between law enforcement and the general public. Mm-hmm. And it is our duty, it is our job to prove otherwise, to yeah. show dedication. Right. Um, and I just totally had a random tangent, so we're going to rewind back to ego. Tangent. Since... I know we both love Greek mythology and you're way better at it than me. Not really. I feel, I don't know. I feel like you remember names a hell of a lot more than me. I think I have like a photographic memory sometimes. And then I can't remember what I did with my keys. So (laughs) it's the story of my life. (laughs) Um, Is it Icarus that flew too close to the sun? Yes. And his wings were made of wax. And yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. If your ego gets too big, you're going to fall from a very fall, uh, great height and yes. you will die. Yes, and exactly. I just had to bring that. And it made me, for some reason, I don't know. No, I that's was actually just like, oh, don't be like Icarus. Be like Chloe Kim. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Or, or, okay, so like Greek mythology, right? Let's go. Yes. Like, I, you know, what I was saying about hubris is um, Odysseus. The uh, the Odyssey, yes, right. The only the reason why he wandered or he was cast out at sea for ten years by the gods was because of his extreme level of arrogance. You yes. know, it's it's more than pride. Pride is pride in a sense is good. Yes, but pride also comes before the fall. Yes, let's not forget that. Yes, but you know, like, and if it's out of control, becomes arrogance. Yes, and it becomes hubris. It becomes yes. it becomes so great that you think you're above everyone else. You're above whatever, you know, thing is out there and you are the the shit which you aren't. Yeah. All right. And yeah. that's that's what happened to Odysseus. He was cast out for 10 years and it took 10 years, 10 years, 20 years, 10 years I think for him you to know, finally get know. back to his um his kingdom and his wife All and his son. All I really son. remember from the Odyssey was Wishbone and his little <laughs> recap of it. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cute. I love Wishbone. Wishbone, dude, he, the classics. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's like how I learned a lot <laughs> when I was younger or how I got into these intense stories like The Tempest and Huckleberry Finn and... 
Ichabod Crane. I loved Ichabod <laughs> Crane. That was a, that was a good that one. That was a Halloween I, episode. Yeah, <laughs> I actually really I really enjoyed that one. Oh, um, wishbone. I know. But, you know, okay, so going back to it, right? It's it's um that those are just examples of what happens when your your pride gets mm-hmm. out of control and your and ego it's not gets out right. of control. Like yeah. in the end, like it's not right. Yeah. Um and integrity is, you know, knowing like exercising what is right yeah. over what is wrong. Well, ultimately all of this conversation and this yeah. brings me to my last point. Um well, actually, let's rewind a little bit real quick. So we talked about um, uh, doing the hard work mm-hmm. and uh, checking your ego. Well, we yes. talked a lot about that and reliability and all that. And it's like, you know, all of these things, again, when, you're, if, when you don't do the hard work, when, you're, when your ego gets out of control, you become less reliable because yes. you're, you're not, you, you're, you think you're above it all. Mm-hmm. You think you're above it all. And what it ultimately comes down to and I think the biggest point here is integrity and this is why we want to talk about integrity um on its own because it incorporates all of those things yes right and um integrity to me uh it it reminds it's basically something with the lab director when I got hired on at this job Mm -hmm. asked me when I when I did my interview with him and he asked me what is the difference between ethics and integrity exactly and I had to sit there and think about it but basically the way he said it was ethics is what is right and wrong what society tells you you can and cannot do yeah right we have laws that tell you you can't kill someone you can't steal you can't you know um assault someone you can't rape someone blah 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 yeah. Integrity is what you do when nobody's watching. Exactly. And that tells a lot about who you are yeah. as a person. Right. And that, what you do behind closed doors, is reflected in your work. Yep. For work, at work, um, exactly. around your other colleagues, your supervisors. Um, it's just, it, it gets reflected and that facade will eventually be caught. Yeah. And it won't be. Yeah. Because if you don't have a personal sense of integrity, you don't belong in this job. Exactly. Because that is our, that's our, it's our job. It's our duty. It's, it's one of the core values that I believe every single agency has. Yeah. Every single agency that I've, that I've ever applied to has that, in their core values somehow. Yeah. Okay. Accountability, yeah. honesty. Integrity. That integrity, word is yeah. always there. Truthfulness, always there. honesty, but integrity. It's, that's what our job comes down to. We are here to, to speak for justice. We're a voice for justice, whether it's for, you know, the prosecution or the defense. Yeah. We, what we do can exonerate as much as convict. Mm-hmm. We don't have anything. Exactly. We, we are unbiased and, Part the of, truth is out there. The truth is out there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah. And we no, speak for it. <laughs> yes. We speak for it and we want to be uh, unbiased voices for it. And yes. in order to do that, we have to we have to have a very strong sense of integrity, strong sense of morals and strong core values. If you start to waver on any of those things, then your your integrity is is going to is, is going to falter yeah. and you have to you have to be so strong in your morals in your integrity that when 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 you get on the stand you can absolutely 100% say that you know what you did was the mm-hmm. what you did was right like the exactly. work that you did is reliable yeah so you it's don't want to perjure yourself <laughs> let's not let's not you know and speaking about purging yourself just be accurate with your qualifications. Don't overstate them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like a little thing, right? It seems like such yeah, a little thing. Yeah, but it can thing, totally, but it's so detrimental because yeah. that can completely discredit you. So if you say that you have a bachelor's of science, your you freaking degree have it. better have a bachelor's of science. Yeah. And, you know, that goes to reliability. Yeah. Be, and your credibility. Right. 
You know, oh all gosh. of it, all of it ultimately is like, can you be a reliable witness? Are you going to be someone on the stand who's going to be honest and going to testify to the truth? Or are you willing to bend those truths uh, to you, to benefit you? Who are yeah. you ultimately here for yourself or the truth or the, you yeah. know, like the, the victim? Yeah. And Who if you're you just here, here for yourself and you're, you want to bend the truth a little bit for yourself, you need to get out because this is not the job for you because that is not what we stand for. Absolutely not. That is not what our, that's not what law enforcement stands for. And we are here to speak for the truth. Yep, exactly. That's that. You know, like there have been um, instances in the past where mm-hmm. people have falsified uh, lab results, dry yes. labbing in, yes. in recent years, dry labbing out of uh, New, New Jersey. Jersey State Police. Yeah. You know, 10 years worth of... This of freaking falsifying reports. Like yeah. she was saying that... She had tested these samples and when she really didn't yeah. and had all of these results for them. It's like, I mean, mm. okay, maybe, maybe she didn't start off with that, but maybe it was a few, maybe, and then it grew and then it grew and then it grew. Yeah. It you just, know, but that just shows because what happens you're like, Oh, I got away with it once I can get away with it again yeah. and again and again. And then it'll all come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah. And that's just shows what happens when your personal integrity slips, mm-hmm. you know, and like, and it's not to say that I'm perfect, right? Because I'm not, obviously yeah. I'm not, I'm flawed. I make mistakes all the time, but, but we recognize them at some point. Exactly. You recognize yeah. and you say, shit, I fucked up, Yeah, you know, and then I have to own up to it. Exactly. You assume responsibility for your actions and for your work. Right. Um, example of ego, Mr. Lashansky from the New York State Police Troopers yep. or State Troopers. New yeah, York he State was a state, state Trooper. Yeah. Um, he was actually falsifying fingerprint evidence. At, they would, he would wait until a suspect was drawn. And then he, from those, um, from their 10 print cards or whatever it was, he would somehow miraculously get a print from inside the location or from the location that was so pertinent to the case that would allow for um, the um, victim, or not the victim, I'm sorry, the suspect to be tried and to be found guilty. Right. And his ego, when he applied for the CIA, is where it was like his downfall. Okay, well, his downfall was actually when he first started to falsify evidence evidence because clearly he had a slippage of his integrity. Um, But his ego is what got him caught. And thank goodness it happened because what an asshole. Right. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Um, But he had applied to the CIA and he bragged to the CIA about falsifying evidence because they asked him, well, what would you do for your country? And he's like, well, I would do anything. I've already done it before. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Basically. Check yourself, check your, all of your, your, your own, um, morals, your person, your personal level of integrity, right. Strive to be the best that you can be. Strive to be better. Strive for what's right, not what's yep. wrong. Um, do the right thing. Ultimately, right thing. it's do the right mm-hmm. thing. And sometimes you know that doing the right thing means doing a little extra work. Exactly. And if that's the case, then but do a little how, extra work. You know, one of my friends, this was, I mean, he, it was a completely different, different context when we were talking about this, but he had told me, he was like, sometimes the right thing is often the more difficult. Yeah. But it's true. It's so true. So I think, I forgot who said this. Um, and it, and it's, it's, I'm going to misquote it completely, but um, ultimately, do the things do the things today that others aren't willing to do so that you're able to do the things that tomorrow that others can't yes meaning put in the work today mm-hmm. put in the hard work today and you know and work your butt off yeah. so that tomorrow or in the future you're able to have things or do things and you're capable of doing so much more more than what other people are capable of doing yeah Exactly. You know, meaning in, you know, it might seem a little esoteric, but in, in to put it in basic terms, like, you know, if you put in the work right now into your training in the future, you might, you know, get promoted to a supervisor. You can get another better, a better paying job somewhere. You can open up your own business, you know, do the work now so that you can reap the benefits later. Exactly. Right. Whether that means you're 
you just become better at your field, better at what you do, mm-hmm. or, you know, you move up in a position, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, mm-hmm. you know, but put in the work, put in exactly. the work. Exactly. Put in the work because it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. You know, when people say like, oh, go above, above and beyond 110%, I'm like, do you really, when you say 110%, do you really mean that you're just doing 90% versus yeah. the 70% that you were doing? Yeah, exactly. Not okay. <laughs> Not okay. No. Be honest with yourself. Be like Chloe Kim. <laughs> Not like Icarus. No. I think that's the lesson of the day. Yeah. What was that one quote? You told me, shoot for the moon, because even if you miss, you'll, you'll land, land among, among the stars. The stars. Yeah. Les Brown. That one. Yeah. So yeah. apply that to your life as well, to yeah. your job, because that's what's going to separate you from being good and being great. Yeah. Just being mediocre, middle of the road. Nobody wants to be that. No. Nobody wants to be basic. Not being basic. Although I love Uggs. <laughs> it's fine to love Uggs. It's, you know, it's whatever, but mm, we're awesome. not being basic. Yeah, no, because basic will get you nowhere. Um, And I know that I want to go somewhere in my career. I I strive and I live for the next challenge. Oh, absolutely. I know I get frustrated with challenges, but in all honesty, they're the greatest thing because the sense of accomplishment and how good you feel after achieving that. It feels so good. It does. Exactly. It feels so good. And I think that's, that's another thing that I wanted to talk about was being goal oriented. Right. That is. Taking on challenges. Exactly. You know, that's just, that's something that is really important for this job, for any job and Mm -hmm. for becoming great. Yeah, because how else are you going to progress if you don't take on those challenges? Exactly. If you don't, you know, take on something that you're not sure of how to do or whatever, you're you're basically like, you know, pushing yourself to learn and pushing yourself to um, do something that you've never done before, you know? Yeah. So take on the challenge. Exactly. The last, and like the last thing that I kind of want to talk about and, you know... (sighs) bringing everything all together, how to be great, blah, 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 and your <laughs> personal integrity. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. That's like, that's like my, my thing. It's blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Um, but you, you, you don't want to stay the same. No. Right? You don't want to stay the same. Ugh, if I would have stayed the same, I would have been a horrible I, I would be a terrible person if and I you know stayed the same. And you know what's crazy is like, I was so overconfident when I was like 23. Like I look back, like when I first started applying, I was like, I'm the shit. So everybody needs to hire me. Everybody thinks And now that. I'm like, oh, thank God I didn't get hired. <laughs> like my timing and everything that happened to me slash for me during yeah. that time span of seven years, like after yeah. I am 100% thankful for that. Right? Everything is there to help you. I'm so different. Yeah. I've grown so much. And I think a lot, you know, I've always kind of talked about like having like good core values in my life, like being honest, being trustworthy, um, being a reliable friend. But there was a lot of stuff that happened to me. Um, I always said that. But I felt like it didn't really sit in my heart 100% mm-hmm. truly. And now yeah. it's truly, truly part of my being. Yeah. Um, and I am so glad that everything that, that I did change. Yeah. Because that's what allowed me to get to this place that I'm at today. Right. You know, it's like all those things that happened in your life from when you were 23 till now, or, you know, even as you're growing up, all those things, all those experiences were meant to change you and meant to make you better. But again, it's also how you choose to deal with it. Right. But, you know, it's all these, uh, it's, it, it, these things that happen in our lives, they, they shape our core values Mm -hmm. and they make our core values stronger and they help you to realize what your core values are and you start to strive to, exemplify what your core values are because yeah. they're speak, they come become so important to you. Yeah. And I can definitely see that they're these, these values are, you know, are, have, are in, extremely important to you, mm-hmm. which, you know, it, it's, it makes me excited to see that. Yeah. It really yeah. makes me excited because it's like somebody else has this level of, of integrity mm-hmm. and this uh, this drive and passion yeah. and it just it makes me want to do better it makes me exactly. want to get better we it's, feed off each other yeah oh, we totally. really do yeah like it's it's an inspiration to me yeah to see that in yeah. you 
Exactly. And it's the same for you. Like you inspire me with your dedication, your hard work with everything that you do, like outside of work, at work, just, just like your mentality. And it's, it's motivating. It's refreshing when I see it in in someone else. Because you're like, yes, I'm not the only one. Yeah. And it just, it helps you keep your drive going. Yeah. And it's so funny that we're even talking about this, like just little quick rewind back to, you know, change and how like what we, what I was like when I was 23 or whatever but and what I am now basically everything that I said I just sounded like my mom like <laughs> you know because I remember she would tell me you know she just always would tell me like just basically like it's this time will pass this time will pass right like, later on and it's like you're gonna grow you're gonna you're gonna do this and now it's like I look back and I'm like, mm, I guess I did grow. You yeah. were right, mom. <laughs> Damn it. Why didn't I listen to you then? <laughs> I know, right? But that's your ego back then. Exactly. You know? And I'm so glad that everything happened to me, even though some of it sucked. But yeah, like I'm still everything, every little thing in my life. Um, but everything. yeah, and now it's like I have a great coworker, a great co-host. Yay. And, you know, like we continue to motivate one another and we continue to inspire one another to maintain our integrity and to not let it falter and to keep each other in check. Yeah. Because I know there are times when I've been off my rocker and I am just literally spitfire and Jess is like, okay, calm down like this and that. And then there were other times when it was vice versa. Yeah. Like when you came over to my desk one day and you were so pissed and I don't know, I was like, so Zen. You were so Zen. I was like, literally, <laughs> like, like, why aren't you mad? <laughs> I was literally that little emoji with the, like, you know, the, 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 the mind blown, like the, the <laughs> yes. freaking you know, brain <laughs> coming out. That was me. I was so mad. Yeah. I was so hot. And you were like, let's talk about this. I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, uh, I don't know how this relates, but it just reminds me of something that I keep hearing over and over and over again on the Ed Milet podcast, which I absolutely love. Everybody should listen to the Ed Milet podcast. I need to start listening um, to it. You sent me that one that was really, oh, I it's that was really, really good. So good. But this just reminds me of something that he's always said, um, you know, and it's about change. It's about being a better person, about mm-hmm. growing and sticking to your morals and growing with your with your morals and strengthening your your morals and your values and whatnot. And that is, um, he he says, basically to the effect of when when he dies and he you know he's a very he's a very spiritual man. He's um, and he he's he speaks about this in terms of like going to heaven and whatnot. So just take it for whatever, however you guys want to. But, you know, when he, he dies, when he goes to heaven, he's going to meet the man that he mm-hmm. was meant to be. Yes. And he doesn't, he's like, I don't want to be someone at the end of my life that when I meet that person, I don't know who they are and they don't know who yes. I am. And I feel the exact same way. I'm like, I am meant to be someone. I am mm-hmm. destined to be somebody. And yeah. I don't want to meet that person one day and say, wow, I could have been you. Mm-hmm. I want to meet that person and be like, man, I felt like I've known you my entire life. I'm exactly what I, what, yes. you know, how, how, what I was meant to be. Yes. I want to be that. Exactly. I don't want to stay the same. I want to change. I want to get better. I want to grow. I want to like challenge myself and I want to, you know, I, I want to keep getting better yes. at what I do and who I am as a person. Exactly. I agree 100%. I don't think I could have said it any better. I don't I know where meet. that came from, but like that just was in my mind. I'm like, I have well, to say this. Tie, yeah. And like, I know we keep saying this, but it all ties back to integrity and core values, core values and being and accepting the challenge of moving from good to great. Yep. You know, and it's like, I want to meet the great Danica. Right. At the ver- at the end of my life. And I want to be able to say, I accomplished that. I did that. Yeah. Because sense of accomplishment it feels so good like accomplishing something doing right at least it feel it to me it feels good doing the right thing always feels good it does it always does even if it took a little bit of work or a lot of work it doesn't matter it was the right thing to do it doesn't make your stomach feel all gross and in knots or whatever it's like you just you feel happy you know you did the right thing and you know for us like we're doing the right thing for our customers yep and Integrity, integrity, 
integrity. Yep. I don't even know what else to say. I feel like we've that. Yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, like, obviously, you know, you and I can go on with this topic for hours and days on on end. But as with everything you know, else that we talk about, yeah. <laughs> but you know, this is a very. It's a. It's this is a topic that we have talked about a lot. Yeah. You know, and we and have it's something had we care about. We are very passionate about this topic because we put in, I know we, we said it in the first episode, but we put in so much work to be where we are at today. And that's why this means so much to us yep. because we take the core values um, of our department extremely seriously. They've already been implemented into our life. They resonate within us. They are part of us. They are part of our being. And, that's why we are so passionate about it. Um, and we feel that everybody in this department or in every department should be the same way. In any job. Exactly. And integrity is so important because there is such a need for positive change um, and also a, a positive outlook on law enforcement mm-hmm. um, that we are here to be the change that we want to see. Exactly. Absolutely. And the one way to do it is through our high level of integrity, our moral principles, our own core values, and exemplifying those within our daily life as well as at work. Yeah. You know, it's really, it really comes down to, to what I said about um, integrity earlier. You know, what my, what my lab director told me is what are, what, integrity is what you do when nobody is watching exactly you know when so who are you who are you when no one's watching behind closed doors exactly you know when you're just out on the street Mm -hmm. when you're at a grocery store are you going to be a dick to the cashier are you going to be you know an asshole on the on the highway when you're driving yeah flipping someone off oh you better be careful because you could just flip off your next boss (laughs) exactly right or you could end up being shot which also scares me yeah so don't do that you know (laughs) but But, yeah it's just it's what you do behind closed doors it's who are you and if you're not good I feel uh, if you're not if you are not happy with who you are even if you are happy with who you are you should still continue to strive to be better yeah be better change Mm -hmm. Don't be the same person that you were last year. Don't be the same person that you were yesterday. What I did yesterday, what I did this morning doesn't fucking count. I don't even remember what I did this morning. This morning was so long ago. I know I made coffee. Yeah, that coffee was delicious. Thank you. But you know this what I mean? This week it's, was so long ago. Yeah. I don't know. Everything but it's like, so long ago. <laughs> don't be the same person. Don't just be like, oh, you know, what I did yesterday was great. What I did at my last scene And rest was on great. your laurels. Don't do that. Don't, don't be do like, that. oh, what I did was great. I'm done. Yeah. No, no. Never be done. Never be done. Be Chloe Kim. Be Chloe Kim, people. Be better. Be better. Strive for better. Yes. Otherwise, it's just going to be and an And maintain H&F. your level of integrity. Don't yes. ever, ever, ever let that slip ever constantly work on it yeah and you know part of that is checking also you know sometimes you're you do slip and you're like you know what and recognizing that i fucked up fixing it i fucked up and now i need to take um accountability and ownership for that yes exactly so you know that's part of having that strong level of personal integrity exactly because i want to be able to go to sleep at night knowing that i did the right thing i want to be on the stand knowing that i did the right thing exactly I don't yep. want to, I don't want to be, I'm like, I, I don't want to be okay with living with myself for doing something Ugh. wrong or not, you know, not the best of my ability. Yep. I don't, I don't, I can't, I cannot live with myself if I did that. Yep. It just, it wouldn't be and so that's crushing. Because of our core, it's because of our core values that yeah. we have so. and what we, what standards we hold ourselves to. Yes. So ultimately everything that we talked about, <laughs> I know it was like all over the place, <laughs> but there are so many things. There's that's like, the best part about us. We're real. We go on massive tangents and then I come s- back. I swear I have ADD. <laughs> that's why we're good at what we do. That's why we can multitask. <laughs> I know, right? Well, that's why I can't sit still. Like I, that's why I'm good at why, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I love doing CSI and I'm good at it, you know, like I'm getting better. I'm yeah. getting I, every scene that For I go some to. some reason we know? just are able to function in chaos. Yeah. That's, I, that's a special skill. Yeah. It's like I've grown to, I think it's, again, it, this speaks to, you know, being challenged and being mm-hmm. comfortable with that, uh, that level of challenge and the level of discomfort. I've grown to enjoy the chaos. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I love that. I love the that. pressure. There's yeah. something about it. Because it's like, you know, when that pressure hits, it's like, all right, game time. Yeah. You know, 
We're not talking about the same type of pressure as like finals in college. No. This is like devastating. Yeah. This is actually, it's a thrill. It is. That's what it is. It's an adrenaline rush almost. Exactly. Yeah. The minute that phone call happens, the adrenaline starts pumping. I'm like, all right. I Game get time. to experience that soon. Well, yeah. I don't know. You will. It'll be fun. Woo. You will. You're, you're gonna like it. You're gonna. You're gonna absolutely love it. <sighs> yeah, I remember when I got called out uh, in August. Yeah, that's right. And then I was out to like one a.m. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this was fun. And it was right? only something very minor that I had to do. Yeah, it but it's fun. it's a it's a rush, and it's like. <laughs> it's funny because that actually reminds me of what Catherine said in the very first episode of CSI. How if do you, you even remember this? <sighs> I, I don't know. I have a weird memory for these things, but she basically, I think she said like, if you don't feel like King Kong on steroids, <laughs> you know, then you can quit your job. I think that was like, she was talking to the new, new girl, um, in that episode. Uh, okay. But yeah, it, that's basically how I yeah. feel sometimes when I'm, you know, like that adrenaline hits, I'm like, yes. Well, I the adrenaline <laughs> definitely hit me that one time. Cause I had already taken melatonin. Oh shit. That's right. And then you were like, oh, do you want to go out to this call? I was like, what? And then I, it, my whole, my body completely surpassed it. I was able to think clearly, like mind blowing. Yeah. I don't know how I did it. Yeah. Because I was literally about to go to bed. Yeah. At 8.30. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It's just part of I your... I need my beauty sleep. It's also part of your evening routine, you know? It is. It is. Wind down, you do your thing, whatever, you know? But I'm trying to be my best self when I go to work the next day. Yeah. That's why I need my sleep. Right. And coffee. And coffee. (laughs) Everything happens with coffee. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, anyway, that was, um, that was interesting. That was, yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed that. That was a good good conversation, but you know, like again, we can probably talk about this forever, but we won't. But again, thank you guys for sticking with us. Yes. Thank um, you. (laughs) And apologies again for the dry spell from the last episode. But yeah. But, you know, like we said, we are working professionals. We do we have, have a lot a of stuff going on. And, yeah, we, you know, vacation is also very important. Don't yes, forget. Yes, 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 yes. You know, self-care is very important. So yes. that's, you know, we had some time off. But um, back at it. So thank you again for yes. uh, tuning in to another episode of the L-Scale podcast. And remember to like us on the Instagram <laughs> That's never going to die. It's never going to die. <laughs> the follow, Instagram. Follow us on the Instagram. It's the L scale podcast, the dash, uh, sorry, L dash scale podcast. And also if you have any questions, feel free to email us at the L scale podcast at gmail.com. And we are on iTunes and, and I think we are, are on Google play. So for all of you Android people out there, you can now find us on Google play. <laughs> I don't know how to use I don't know how to use Google, Google Play. Play, but I assume it's the same thing as iTunes, but you I know. guess we could Google it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I did Google it to, you know, upload yeah. it. Yeah. So I, um, I know we're on there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah. yeah. Follow us, us. Follow us. Subscribe. Subscribe. Email us. We'd love to hear feedback. DM us. Tell your friends. Of your friends, of your friends, of your friends. Your family, your coworkers. Yes, exactly. All we want to hear from you. Um, yeah, so subscribe, the L Scale podcast. And well, that's on the Instagram. That's on so the Instagram. Follow and then sus- uh, subscribe to the podcast. Yes. So, anyway, guys, have a good night or day or whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> whenever. Have a good. Fill in the blank. (laughs) And we will catch you in the next episode. Yeah. Thank you again. Bye. Bye.